The Gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Welcome to The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. I think we got the intro music a little bit off, or maybe it was just a teaser because we have Jerry from The Calling on tonight. But my name is Stephanie. And this is Heidi, and we are here for, I don't even know what show it is now. I don't know, me either. Are we on The Calling? Are we on The Gathering? Well, I thought it was The Gathering, but you know what? We didn't have our groovy music that we always do the whole I was ready for it, and then I sat here like listening. I'm like, well, now what do I do? And it stopped. So then I didn't say anything because I'm like, well, is something else going to start? It's like, oh, wait, we're live. Let's just go. It's all good. It's all good. We're good. So how are you, Heidi? I am good. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for minding the store while I was out last week. It sounded like a pretty good show. I didn't get to listen to it yet, but I will. Yeah, it was fun. And, you know, Carter, you don't have to, you just, you just just invite him on and he just goes. And so it was, he does. Yeah. So I figured. Yeah. yeah, And he's pretty funny and he's got good stories. I mean, there's some good stuff. He has another story he wants to share with us. So we're going to have to have him back on our show as a guest. Okay. uh, Because there's something about Illinois that we just, apparently we're supposed to hear. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's a Sasquatch story, or it's a UFO. Now I can't remember. I'll have to listen to the show because I can't remember what it was, what yeah. he said that it was about. But anyway, yeah. So we're gonna have to have him back. But it was fun having him as a co-host last week. Mm-hmm. We had a good time, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a he's a good guy. So it's it's a lot of yes. fun, and yes. we'll have him back sometime. Yeah, it's always fun. It's How was your trip? Fun to sneak in a little guest house every once in a while. Yeah, you know it was really fun. It was busy, you know, because we were getting our condo ready for the summer season. So I know on the last day, typical Steffi fashion, I stomped my feet and said, "Next time we come out here, I am not working every day." <laughs> and of course, Casey just says, "Okay, mom, really, you know, the adult and child were reversed there for a minute." <laughs> well, I can't imagine the work is really work. Well, you know, it really was because we put together some furniture and we had to have our our handyman come out and do some electrical work. And then we had to do new pictures. And I mean, uh, it well, yeah, it was. It took a lot of time. I mean, that's the thing. No, it wasn't hard work, but it just ate up a lot of time. You know, how come you had to do all that stuff? Well, because we wanted some new furniture. So we ordered some new furniture. And one of the things that we got was a big cabinet. And so we put that together and one of our friends came over and helped and that was funny in itself, but we did get it together. (laughs) So, yeah, so it was just a lot of stuff that took a lot of time. And then, you know, anytime you have uh, someone come over and do work for you, we have to be there, of course, you know, and so it's just like, you know, whatever. It was fun, though. We went out with the crew a couple of nights, you know, and so, you know, we did have fun, too. But, um, yeah, next time I go out more fun <laughs> more fun less work yes more fun less work yes more time on south beach or on the west side for sure but yeah but 
been so busy since then. How about you? Uh, yeah, same. I mean, it's, uh, I actually had a weekend off. Uh, so Ooh. that was nice this last weekend. Yeah, that was very, very nice. Um, cause it's been, April was crazy busy. Yeah. So, and the beginning of May has been busy and it's not going to slow down. So getting a weekend off was, was nice. And I mean, otherwise it's been, yeah, it's been wild. Yeah. And it's good though. I like yeah. it busy and yeah, good stuff happening. So yeah, right. so it's yeah. just been it's been busy at work and but a little time off in between, which was nice. Yeah, well that's that's awesome. Yeah, you know we've been just we had a big we were down in Faribault all day on Saturday. So yeah, we've been really busy too. So yeah, I'm you know and this weekend we're going squatching. So you know I have about it's just every weekend now for the next few weeks has lots going on. So in addition to my day job, <laughs> it's kind mm-hmm. of exhausting, you know. But at any rate, so what are we doing on the show tonight, Heidi? Well, we have a a gathering of people. We're gathering around the metaphysical table. We do. It's great fun. So we have three guests with us tonight mm -hmm. that are joining us either live because one of them is sitting next to me and the rest are with us. We can see their lovely, happy, shiny faces through video chats here. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about all things paranormal, fun stories, scary stories, best stories, worst stories, mm-hmm. anything we can think of that we can yeah. share tonight. Yeah. And we thought it would be fun to have the people who investigate with us on. So I have Jerry from Sim. Um, also the calling radio show. So this is why I guess we heard the calling at the beginning of the show. <laughs> That's right. And, and then on your side, we have... So Tim, uh, who is started out as my right hand man, and now he's my husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Tim is here with me, and also my BFF uh, Cindy, who started out as someone I knew. Then we shared a room at the Palmer House, and it was downhill from there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my! We were inseparable <laughs> after that. Mm-hmm. So um, downhill, I just mean easy, yeah. <laughs> like rolling down the hill, right, Cindy? Exactly. So, yeah, so Cindy's with us, and she, uh, we've investigated quite a bit together amongst all sorts of other cool stuff. So, yeah, so we've got a fun, fun group here tonight. We do. We do. So, you guys say hi, because I just realized we haven't asked you to say anything. So, have at it. Hello. Hi. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I had to give give Tim the look. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. So, so goodness. So, paranormal stories. So, we've all investigated. You guys have investigated for years. We've investigated for years. Heidi, you and I have done squatchers. And we've done a few paranormal things, too, over the years, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, So, yeah, we just have so many stories. I don't even know where to start. So, um I don't know if you guys want to start or Jerry, if you want to talk about your maybe favorite story from Sam. I think the the favorite thing is when we first started going and stuff, I mean, the excitement was really huge and stuff. And then um, the time we went to Waverly Hills. And of course, nowadays you don't go to Waverly Hills because there was a horrible takeover. So that's a little political stuff. Just take a look at uh, savewaverlyhills.com and you'll see what I mean, everybody. But we had it was an opener you know it was a huge paranormal opener because 
it's a place that a lot of people have gone to and you really got the feel of um of spirits you know real you know type of stuff i mean it was exciting but and then I started thinking about it, and I thought, well, you know, going to places like that, that's great. And now some people are not going to um, think of me or, or think that this is correct their way. But – and then the biggest thing after that was remembering what we did there, but then doing stuff on our own. So not paying to go places, but finding our own places that are, you know um, – known to be haunted or supposedly haunted and going into those places completely cold, no stories, no nothing. And so now, um, wow, there's just so many that we've done that yeah. um, I would have to, yeah, you know. But, you know, Jerry, Waverly Hills didn't come until we'd been doing this for four years. So that was kind of like a paranormal vacation for us because we had done so many other things first. Really? I thought it was just two years into it. Oh, I'll be darned. Yeah. Well, there you go then. Yeah, time flies. I don't know everything. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, going into some of these places, you know, dead cold and just knowing maybe some stories about it and everything were pretty cool. Like, um, for instance, now we can finally talk about it and that's Pokegama. Yeah. Uh, going into Pokegama, um, there was another team that had done it, um, and they made a TV show with it and stuff, which the owners were very upset about. Um, but going in there and, you know, just seeing how some of our team members react to going to look at a place and not um, not going into uh, uh, to investigate it like you stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we Being played a, the AVP on our on our last show that we did. Yeah, that's right. The uh, mm-hmm. uh, we can hear you, and we that was you. pretty amazing. Yeah, <laughs> but that's you know the the getting out there and doing places um, that are little to not known um, are just amazing. Just amazing, just the the feel of it, the smell of it, and then doing the research. Yeah, any place like that is is just fantastic. I agree. How about you guys? Oh, gosh. Well, Jerry, I agree with you about going into a location that is not investigated or not well-known. It's kind of fun to have that, the unexpected. I mean, unless there's something, if you're doing a private investigation where people are suffering and no that's not fun but um i do like investigating locations that you don't really know much about and just to see what happens um because i think too sometimes they you can be um using the stories that you hear as kind of leading and so you you might dismiss or not think about or look for other things that might or could happen because you're looking so hard for things that you expect to happen and um yeah so i agree with you on that one but um you what about some of the locations that you have had, Tim, that you've had some experiences at, because you've had some pretty intense experiences at some places. Yeah. Um, Waverly, Waverly Hills, um, as Jerry was talking about, that was a really good place. I've seen a couple apparitions that showed up in front of me there. And that was just like, that was the first time I've seen an apparition mm-hmm. and it just floored me. I couldn't believe what I was seeing in front of me. Um, and then it was just after that, trying to process that event, it was like, it was right there in front of me, and I took off straight for it, 
and it went down into a ball and just shot down the hall. I don't even know what to say about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, And then Ohio State Reformatory and all those places, there's some really good places out there, and, and there's a lot of experiences. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. And every farmhouse down the highway that's mm-hmm. abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> right? We've Only all done that. <laughs> yep, you just drive past, and right away you're like, oh, I bet you there's something in there. <laughs> Turn around. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, and Waverly Hills, you know, I remember before we went there, we kept hearing this, um, you know, you don't hunt them, they hunt you. And that is true. I mean, I've never been to another place where I've experienced the things I experienced there. You know, it's kind of a crazy place for sure. Someday I would like to go back, but not in the foreseeable future, I guess. But then, you know, we did, Jerry, we did no pemming. We were one of the first teams that got to do no pemming. And we did it in, was it January? It was like the coldest month of the year. It was in Duluth, 14 Minnesota. above. Yeah. I know. It, it was, was horrible. So, so iced up. There was like, it was like I would have wore my skates if I would have realized that the floors were icy like that. But I thought it was a great investigation. That place is like very active as well. Now, Heidi, you guys went in the summer and had like a totally different experience. Yeah, it was, I think it was so hard to investigate there because it was disgusting. And I don't know if it's been cleaned up since we mm-hmm. were there, but we were there and it was summertime, wasn't it? Summertime? I think well, it was not freezing like you guys. I think safety-wise, it's a it's a toss-up because you got ever all the asbestos was frozen when you guys were there. Right. right. So when we went there, um, it was all loose and floating around and and you know flowing down the hallways in water. You know, and so it was it was absolutely yeah. disgusting. So it was really hard to investigate because a there was nowhere to sit down. So you're there for, we were there for, what, six, seven hours? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was literally nowhere to sit that wasn't soaking wet with, it was yeah. mushy. It wasn't even just water. It was mushy because all the ceiling tiles had fallen on everything and just disintegrated onto everything. So everything was mushy and gross and you. it was so hard to focus and we had to wear full, we, Tim and I wore full asbestos masks. Uh, blocking, you know, the filtered, whatever they're called. Yeah, they're full mm-hmm. face. Full face masks, which makes it kind of challenging, yeah. you know, to concentrate. And it was just, we were so disgusted with the location that it was hard to investigate. And we got a few things, but really it was it was just hard to, to pay attention. I mean, I wish I'd known we'd have brought camping chairs or something mm-hmm. to sit in because you can't just stand with no. holding all this equipment. You can't set anything down. Yeah. For seven hours. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we didn't experience that. I mean, the floors where they weren't glazed over with two-inch ice were okay. But, you know, you still don't want to sit on the floors. I mean, they are dirty, you know. Um, But, yeah, I guess that was kind of a a hard one for us, too. Although we did, it didn't seem as bad because probably because it wasn't wet and stuff. And we did sit on it. They did have chairs. They did have some furniture in there, I think, when we were there. But I don't think that is open anymore. You know, the fire marshal shut it down. Um, oh, really? A few years ago. And I know I sent them a message earlier this year because a bunch of us wanted to go again. Not Jerry's not one of them, but <laughs> some others did. Have not heard back from them. So 
Mm. I'm kind of thinking they're not doing that anymore, which is sad because I still would like to go. Not in the summer because I know your experience, but, you know, in the later fall or even in the wintertime again, you know. I, I wouldn't even want to go. I mean, the only thing they do now, I think they charge you $25, and it's like a flashlight tour that's for an oh, hour. Oh, yeah. You know, you can't, you don't have free reign of the place. Oh, yeah. And from what I understand, um, the mold is still really, really bad in certain areas and stuff. Yeah. And it's just yucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I agreed. I wouldn't go back it, unless it was really cleaned out. And again, yeah, they had chairs and stuff there, but mm-hmm. everything was covered Wet. with mush yeah. from the ceiling tiles. Everything fell and was. It was disgusting. And the floors in the hallways, some of it was four or five inches deep of ceiling tile mush. And oh, my gosh. So it really got bad in the space it, of time between we were there and yeah, you were there. It was bad. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't go back unless I knew it had been cleaned out. Yeah, yeah. there was running water coming out of the ceiling. It was just steadily oh, yeah. dripping down. Yeah. It was just bad. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. But, you know, when we were there, I kept thinking... It must have been beautiful at the time it was a hospital. And I'm thinking if you had a terminal disease like that, I mean, it's beautiful up there. It's at the, on the top of a hill, and there's beautiful, big, century-year-old pines everywhere. It's gorgeous up there, you know? And they call it, no pemming means healing place in the woods, right? Isn't that what the, isn't that what the translation is, I think? And it I really is so. yep. beautiful. I thought that would be a place to go. Um, but yeah, that was a good one. I'm trying to think of other places that maybe all of us have been to. Um, we were at Heidi and Tim, you and I, and the Squatchers were at the Popola Trestle, which was fun. Mm-hmm. And Cindy, I think, went with you to yep. that at another time. Mm-hmm. Yes, just a couple of years ago. Yep. And the Sim crew was there when we went to Waverly all those years ago. So we've all been there. And that is a very, I think that is like one of my favorite. It's such an intriguing spot. You know, I think you could go there a hundred times and still want to go back. You know, it's just, I don't know what's there, but wow. Mm-hmm. We did catch some EBPs when we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you guys, uh, Cindy and Tim, you guys liked going there when you went yeah. to the trestle. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I had to go up on top. You did not go on top. <laughs> did you? I did not go on top. I was no. up on the hill, but you stopped me. I had to stop everybody. Yeah. Yeah, because I followed. Yes, you did. <laughs> it was like herding cats. I'm like, yeah. what is happening here? Everybody yeah. off the hill. Get down here now. What is wrong with you people? Mm-hmm. We were mm-hmm. getting souvenirs, and it was calling to us. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it does call to you, and it says get up on top of the trestle so you can die, you know, really. There is some kind of spell that you come under when you're there, you know. Um, so, yeah, crazy place. But, yeah, so fun stuff. But And, of course, we all do, you know, we've all done a 1,000 residents. Well, okay, I'm exaggerating. But, you know, people who are having problems, and we help them. And, you know, that's been a big part of this, too. But my favorite places for me are always the ones that we've found just by passing by and they're historical and, you know, we call, we, you know, we find out who the owners are and we ask if we can get in there and we do <laughs> usually. And we find lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We, we investigated and I keep thinking Tim was there and he wasn't there, which is so weird because I don't know. I just feel like, so I've known you since 
2009, I think, right? Yes. And but we didn't really start investigating on a regular basis till probably 2010. Somewhere around yes. there. Okay. Anyway. Um, but there was this location in Anoka that we ended up, someone on our team ended up going up to the door and saying, hey, can we come in and investigate? It was a big location, privately owned. And they said, yeah, sure. And we ended up going there three or four times. And I keep thinking Tim was there, but he wasn't. But that place was so active. And I can't say where it is. I know where it is. I just can't say where it is uh, because for confidentiality reasons. But it was really, really active. And it was one of those things that this person in our group just said, hey, can I, I'll just go and see if they're up for it. And the owner of the, the building said, absolutely. And then he even had, he owned a bunch of buildings, but he let us go to and got us into a building, another building in downtown Anoka that was haunted and used as a bar and all sorts of other things. And then an old schoolhouse up further north. I don't remember exactly what town it was in. But anyway, yeah, he got us into some crazy locations that just, they're not open to the public, but we could get in and go and um, investigate. It was just, it's so awesome. So yeah, when you can find something like that and just Always. ask and get permission, so cool. Hands down, my favorite thing to do. And you know, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that Anoka does have some pretty incredible places. It was the first place, one of the first places that we investigated and uh, we went into and it was definitely, it has huge problems and stuff. Um, people bought it from some people. It was built in 1972, this house. I call it the 1111 house. <laughs> anyway, it um, that was the address. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's why I remember it as that. Anyway, so they were saying that their daughter would run kitty corner across the yard and then jump in to the Rum River. And uh, it happened quite a bit. And it was after they opened up a safe that's been sitting in there since the day the people bought it. Okay, so um, when we did some research, we got a hold of the one of their daughters from back in 72 she's older now and she said yeah our little sister used to run and jump in the river i said really because that's what's happening now and that's when she told me go run across the uh, uh kitty corner across the the um yard yard yep and then jump in and uh there was many times the father almost lost her and the same with the people that are living there now. And I said, is it the room? Was she staying in the room that when you went in the door and you went upstairs, you took a left, then you took an immediate left? And she's like, yeah. And I said, that's actually happening there now. So we went in and Steph was so, was <laughs> like, this is it. This is demonic. I didn't sign up for this crap. That's exactly I don't want what nothing I said. to do with it. She was really adamant. But the weirdest thing was is when we first were heading to the place and I got a call from Bobby Sullivan and he said, Where are you going? I said, Oh, we got a place we gotta do and he said, It's in Anoka. I said, Yeah. I said, How do you know that? Uh he says, Don't let May and George in there. And I said, Why is that? He said, Because they don't want them in there. And I'm like, I thought that was really weird, you know, and Steph and I, we kind of blew it off. But when we got there with me and George, I had the whole team line up. I had the owners come out 
and look at everybody directly in the eye and tell me if it's okay for them to go in. And when they got to me and George, the guy wouldn't even look at him. And he turned his back and he got really violent. And he says, I don't care. I don't care if they go in there or not. I don't care. And it was like, oh, my God. And I told May and George what uh, Bobby had said. And May's like, I don't care. I am protected by God. I'm going in. And it's like, oh, geez, we're not going to have a team after this, you know. But uh, they went in. And I think George was more like, you know. Oh, wait a minute, me, um, you know, type of thing. But it was very, very scary. It was, uh, it, it was, was incredible. a scary place. It was yeah. scary. One of our investigators who was new uh, immediately after that said, no, she, she can't do this no more. It was Allie. Well, yeah, she mean, got we had something touch us up one side and down the other, you know, the girls, because we were all in a different room than you guys. Was it yep. her and Katie and I, I think? Um, I think so. Yeah, we had some crazy icky things happen, you know. Yeah, it was nuts. Dirty oh, old, wow. dirty old man ghost is what I call them. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, they actually but... had, I think it was their prayer group came, um, and was in there for like two weeks, pretty much twenty four hours a day, uh, praying and everything else to get what was ever in there out. And this is before that we learned to, uh, I think this was the main house that kind of yeah, I think. decide that we we need to start doing better protection on ourselves and uh, be able to help people and being able to cross things over. I think we'd only been doing this for about a year when we went to that house. If that, know? yeah. Because we knew Bobby Sullivan because he, he got us the big gig, the big event gig up north that we did. Yep. And we got to know him. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, and he always was kind of watching out for us through you, you know, he would say, where are you guys right. you know, I see And Craigens was actually really funny. It's the first time Steph got really scared. I did. I was running scared. and screaming down the I hallway until some woman said, uh, you know, what's going on? And she's like, oh, I'm a ghost hunter. And I just got scared. You know? <laughs> I always thought that would be a great t-shirt for us. Everybody wanted to go to that well, room. This, well, the spirit was chasing me down the hallway. I mean, I, I was a little unnerved. Can I just say it? <laughs> and it's weird is that that door that the ghost came out of spirit, whatever that was yeah. chasing stuff. One of the girls um, was walking near the door and we have it on film of something grabbing onto her hair and pulling yeah. her hair, yeah. head back until she hit the door. Yeah. Wow. And that was pretty freaky. Yeah. It was a crazy, crazy place. But. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I'm not going to say the rest, so we'll just let that go. <laughs> hey, well, Uh-oh. anyway, I mean, even the cabin that we were all staying in was crazy active, and oh, yeah. I just remember I'd had enough, and I was alone at the cabin. That was before you guys all got back there, and I came out of the bathroom, and there was a full-body apparition, and I'm like, I'm done with you. Go away. And I went, <laughs> I, I went in the other room, and I turned on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> And we're done. <laughs> I'm done. Yes, I'm done with this now. I'm closing you guys off. Yep, May even had a something happen in there too. Oh, she mm-hmm. thought that Casey was staying in the same room as Steph and I, and she thought that um, Casey and I got into an argument or something, and Casey decided she was going to sleep in bed with May, and she felt that 
at like a person jumping in there, thought of Casey, took a look, there was nobody there. And she thought that was very strange. And I know the next morning I seen, uh, I was taking a shower. <laughs> All of a sudden I heard these, uh, oh, what do you call it? Drawers opening up. And uh, when I looked out, the drawers were opening on their own. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my I God. Think you were I there alone then, too, because we had all yeah. gone over to get breakfast. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we weren't even investigating there. That's supposed to be our safe zone. <laughs> I know. They said there was nothing in there, but yeah, no. liars. Mm-hmm. Stay in cabin nine. Yeah, it was a cabin <laughs> nine. I don't even remember what it was. But it was a big one. So. Yep. But, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know what? We've already gone through half of the hour, so we have to go to commercial break. So stick with us. This is The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. Those geek ladies charmed and Victoria from exploring the paranormal with Geeks Paranormal are at it again with another amazing season full of paranormal celebrity interviews with amazing guests and stories of haunted locations and so much more. You will hear it first on Para-X. Tune in Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Central. You will not be disappointed. Hi, I'm Kimberly Juarez with Cat Paranormal of Minnesota. And I'm Jerry Ayers with Supernatural Investigators of Minnesota. And together, we are The Calling. Every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on ParaXRadioNetwork.com. at home, at work, or anywhere. Thanks for making Para-X part of your day. Your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network, and we're here for a Team Tuesday. That's our theme for the week because we have our paranormal teammates with us tonight, and we're sharing our fun and scary and unique paranormal stories and so there's someone we haven't heard much from tonight, and that's going to be Cindy. And so I'm wondering, Cindy, you and I have investigated a lot with Tim, and we've uh, investigated for a few years now. What are some? What's something that's maybe memorable or interesting or scarier? What do you want to share a story for tonight? That's a hard one because you're right. There's been a few. But you know what came to mind when you guys were talking about going to the places um, – where nobody's been to yet, so you could have the experiences, you know, that nobody's had. So on a lot of the investigations we've been on, you know, like Heidi, when we go in, they'll say, here's the things that have happened. And I've never seen any of those happen in the places we've gone, except for one time. And that one I thought was 
well, A, a little startling, but also very funny because of the circumstances that was going on at the time. So the one I was thinking about to share was um, Whisper Estates, the whole um, with the closet door opening. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we had um, uh, did a Heidi's Paranormal Road Trip, and we were we had a couple stops, and the first one was Whisper Estates. So it's a smaller house, and, you know, the um, man that had just recently bought it was keeping it as a historical um, so they could stay as a haunted, um, you know, residence and everything. So we're there, and he's given us the whole tour and telling us, you know, the different things that happen. And one of them is that in one of the bedrooms, the closet door will open, and there's a whole story there with a little boy that used to play in that closet. And we, um, on the tour, we're standing in front of it. They do all the debunking of that room, standing in front of the closet, jumping on the floor. It's an older home, so it's got the big, heavy doorknob and the hinges and everything. So you're standing there, you know, so they had said that's one of the things that frequently happens. So we start our investigation and um, go investigate for a few hours and stuff, and things were, you know, getting kind of quiet. So we were all going to pick different rooms to take a nap in and see what happens. So Heidi, Tim, and I are in the room with the closet. And Heidi and Tim are having, let's just say, a quibble about where sleeping bags should go. I'm standing at the end of the bed by the closet getting my sleeping bag ready while that debate goes on. And as I'm standing there, the closet door starts opening. And I'm going, guys, guys. Guys! <laughs> <laughs> the closet door is now fully open. Tim's like, how'd you do that? I'm like, I didn't do it. I'm standing right here with the sleeping bags in my hand. <laughs> so we close the door, start the whole process over, go, you know, do our own debunking, standing in front of it, nothing happens. Go back to the sleeping bag thing, and the door opens again the same way. So that's like probably one of my favorite just of all the, you know, just the funny. And it was definitely a little scary at the time. Yeah. <laughs> and it was even funnier than I got to sleep in the, at the far end protected, hiding in the middle. We put Tim on the end to protect us, and he didn't want to stay on the end. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. <laughs> I was meat. They were going to get me. Yeah. <laughs> well... I think it's fair when you have someone who in every investigation says, they don't scare me. Yeah. <laughs> no, they don't. I'm not afraid of ghosts. Ghosts right. don't scare me. Bring it. Where are they? Come on, come and get me. Yeah. Oh, I can't even think of all the things that Tim has said to try and get ghosts to like interact with them. So here we have one. We put him on the outside and he's like, why do I no, have to be on the outside? I <laughs> Well, so did anything else happen that night or just the one time? We, um, well, oh, go ahead. I mean, no, no, go ahead. I mean, the closet door opened the two times, but uh, not after, you know, it stopped yeah. after those two times. But there was yeah. definitely other stuff that happened in the house. I got hit in that room during the tour. Yes. Yeah, that's right. So, and everybody heard it. Uh, oh. So that was interesting because we were all in the room getting the tour from the guy. And his name is Rich. And he was, uh, everybody heard it and turned and, you know, turned to me, but the lights were off because he had just had us turn our lights off um, because we had flashlights on and different pieces of equipment. And we all, everybody turned it off. And then it was whap. I got whapped in the side of the head 
and enough that my hair flew forward. And wow, um, everybody heard it. If we could hear it, and the lights were low in there, so everybody's turned around going, "What was? Yeah, what was that?" <laughs> and I was yeah, like, "I just got it. hit in the head." <laughs> and you were standing by that door too. I mean, it was, yeah, you I was were over on that side. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. That's yeah, crazy. so that was cool. I go back there. That place was good. Yes, that was crazy talk. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It was so, cool. but you know, it seems like when we're not paying attention is when things happen. And I remember Jerry when we were up at a place that we can't talk about or we can't say where it is, but it's a very large place in northern Minnesota. And Katie and I were trying to figure out. We were new to this. I think we'd only been doing it for a couple of years, and we had this DVR that we were trying to figure out and we were really getting frustrated and Jerry comes running in. What did you say? Cause I don't even remember. Well, it was funny because I was walking, there was another building and I was, I walked into the building. I could just feel something. I mean, you could feel it big time. And I was like, you know, kind of looking around and then I seen this silhouette of a man and he was just standing there just looking directly at me. And I started looking around and there was only one light. I mean, it was very dark up there and I put my flashlight on it and it was still there. I thought, Oh, somebody drew it on there and stuff. And then all of a sudden it turned to the side and started walking away. And I was like, Oh my God, it was the first time I had ever seen a shadow person that was so perfect. And I ran into to the other building and I said to Stephanie and I, or not you, Heidi, <laughs> Stephanie and, Uh, Katie Katie, I said oh my god I said there's a shadow person I can't believe it I've never seen anything and Katie looks at me and her face was all gnarled (laughs) up and she's like we can't get this blankety blank thing put together I don't know how Chad did it he really didn't even show me and I went But there's a shadow person, you know, <laughs> and they're both just are so mad at this DV, oh, yeah. DVR system. And then it was like, I, I kept talking about it. And then we did the DVR system. We got it together somehow. I mean, I didn't know how to put together either, but just looking at, you know, just I know that if you just move a couple of wires around, you know, it'll all of a sudden do it. And it did. So. Yeah, that was a crazy place. We had one of us, our newest investigators with Jaffe. God rest his soul. Jaffe died a few years ago. And um, we went into one building, Jaffe and I, and I said, said, okay, this is where there was a lot of, you know, if anybody got sick or anybody died or anything happened, this is where they came to the hospital part. So you go here. I'm going to walk down to the end of the hallway on the other side of the building, and I'll ask a question. Let's wait for a few minutes, and you answer one. And I said, is it okay? And he's like, nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm not going to do this. I'm I, nope, not happy with this. And I, I just started to laugh because, I mean, I'm like, well, wait a minute. We just drove four hours you know what is this he's like no sorry jerry can't do it you know i thought okay well we left that building went into another one and uh um i had my my voice recorder going and video camcorder and he had a video camcorder and told him make sure you turn it on he said he did all of a sudden this chair slides across the floor and hits the wall and he's like i got that on film I said, really? And he's like, yeah, he was so excited. I was so excited. And then just a couple minutes later, he's like, 
oh, Jerry, you're going to be so mad at me. And I'm like, why? And he said, I forgot to turn the recorder on. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> and I went, oh, Chaffee. I said, if there is anybody in this place right now, if you mm. could smack Jaffe, this guy, in the back of the head, I'd really appreciate it. Just a few seconds later. And Jaffe is pulled forward, and he's like, I want to get out of here. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and so we went to another building where the curators of the place, if you want to call them that, were at, and uh, they were sitting there talking, and we were investigating that place. And there was door sounded like it kept going open and shut. And I said to Jaffe, again, I said, Jaffe, can you go over there and see if that's the door, if it's paranormal or just the wind and stuff? Thinking it, he accidentally said it. He said, God, I hope it's not paranormal. I heard it. They heard it. We're all laughing. But when we went through the um, the uh, recordings of that, you hear a third voice that starts laughing and says, I hope not either. <laughs> when I showed it to him, he was like, yeah, I don't think I got what it takes to do this. I think so he left he the team to... after that, didn't he? I yeah. don't think he was around much longer after that. Yeah, no, just... no, he was. You know, he was such a great guy, and and yeah. we all miss him. And I think his, uh, I think the anniversary of his death wasn't too long ago. It was like a month or two ago. Yeah, um, yeah. What a nice guy, though. Well, he's just a super nice guy. He was for sure. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just every time I think of him, all I can do is just laugh. laugh. Remember yeah. those times are the ones that mm-hmm. stick out the most. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. How about you guys? Well, didn't we have an investigation where a spirit said something about like don't talk to them? Yeah. Oh. Yes. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> that was in St. Paul, wasn't it? A private house. Yeah. Yes, it was. It, they left a recorder. We left a recorder going up on the fireplace mm-hmm. where we had all our equipment. And we went out through the house and weren't even in there. And we came back and somebody left a recorder on and that's what they got on there. Don't talk to them. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we left it on just while we were walking around the house, just left a voice recorder on the mantle. And, you know, as you do, you leave stuff mm-hmm. like running, laying around the house or whatever. And we were just getting a tour, just giving ourselves the tour. It was a house that was being sold. And so there was no furniture in it or anything. And it was um, older. I mean, it was from the, was it late 1800s? Yeah. It was early 1900s, maybe. Anyway, it was an old house for Minnesota. And it, yeah, there was a recorder running and played it back later and heard, don't tell them anything or yeah, I think it was that don't tell them anything. Mm-hmm. So someone was whispering like they had all the spirits. We could imagine all the spirits were together having their own meeting yeah. in the living room once we left and said, don't tell them anything. <laughs> so we even though we did have more activity that night, it was yeah. it's like they That's couldn't help I, themselves. It's always a good idea to put those voice recorders on right away because you never yep. know what you're going to get. Yep. yep. Do you guys remember the um, oh the Apple Valley house? Remember yeah. when you guys came in on that? Same thing happened there. We had voice recorders going, and the young girl was having problems in her room. And when we went in there, this voice said, do not talk to, and then we couldn't understand what it was saying. 
after that. But it also, too, um, said a really nasty FU. Yeah, I remember to, that. I remember that. Even to uh, the girl that was in there. She was only 14 or 15 at the time that she was being pretty much terrorized by something. And it, it had to have been a female because it didn't sound like a male. Yeah. It was weird. I remember that. Yep. Yep. And you guys were called in on that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was a weird yeah. house. Yeah. It was a yeah. There was a lot of bad energy there. And some of it wasn't, it, I mean, there was paranormal stuff, but it was being fed by just mm-hmm. some of the stuff that was going on in the family. I mean, they were having yep. a rough time with things and yep. uh, a lot of yep. stuff going on that was just fueling that. And so yes. it's, it's almost a it's a bad cycle to be in. Yep. You know, you've got negative energies that are attracted to this low vibration stuff that's happening, which feeds the negative energies, which are, you know, it creates more, you know, struggle for the humans with all this going on. So it's just, yeah, it was, that's a sad, yeah, and did you, sad did thing. Did you know that that house too, um, in the neighborhood of that house, there was up to five suicides? Mm-hmm. Within yeah. like the last like eight or ten years, yeah, I thought that was extremely bizarre. I mean, well, it, you know, this, it is. It's terrible, yeah. and but you can feel the energy in that area is mm-hmm. just it's right. a struggle. Yeah. 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 Plus, too, you had kids that were young that were fascinated by the paranormal, and they didn't want to stop you know, talking and bringing people over to try to get things going and you know what I mean? Young kids, yep. Ouija boards, stuff like that. Sorry, I'm not a Ouija board mm-hmm. fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we all know that. Yeah. Yeah. So well, weird. trying to drum up activity certainly isn't going to help when you don't know what to do with it once it yes. happens. So absolutely. Right. absolutely. You know, speaking of the Ouija board, Jerry, do you remember that one place that we did out? Oh gosh, where was it? I haven't thought about this for a long time. That smart, Hot smoking beer drinking witch mama's place <laughs> out there in in Hopkins. Yeah, oh, that. Oh, that was some. That was a wild place too. That was crazy. It was so weird because when we first drove up to it, there was a young girl. I think she was like sixteen or seventeen, um, and she was a black eyed child. I mean, her eyes were black. Yeah, she was scary. And uh, yeah, I went up to her and I said, hey, what you doing? And she looked up at me and fear just hit me right away. And she's like, oh, nothing much. And I said, so things happen here? Grandma took away my Ouija board and she broke it and she burned it and fire came out of it and hissing. And I was like, just from that, I got the shakes. <laughs> and I was like, I can't, wow. And we did an investigation, and we spent two hours in the upstairs where they didn't have air conditioning. Only one window was ever opened. It was so hot, so humid. And it was George and I and Katie, I think, was up there. And nothing there was nothing whatsoever except for the end of it when I said, um, well, thank you very much. We appreciate everybody talking to us, not, and then said, let's just pick up everything and go. The, when we turned off the voice recorders, um, when we were going through them, right after I had said that, you could hear two women together say, leave us respect. Yeah. 
and it was like, oh boy, that was <laughs> something else. But yeah. we um we had all this evidence and everything that we wanted to show. Oh, and the picture yeah, for the, mirror. the picture Remember the from mirror? that mirror. Yeah, that was and wild. Katie yeah. was looking into this mirror and she mm-hmm. couldn't stop looking into it. She just couldn't. And so I think Casey took a picture of the mirror. Someone did. And when you zoomed in on the mirror, it was, there was a demonic face. Yeah, it was creepy. You couldn't see Katie. You couldn't see Steph. You seen this face. And um, so we went back to go do the reveal to these people. Kept calling them and calling and calling. Nothing. About eight months later, I'm working at T-Mobile. And in walks the mother and the daughter. And I was like, oh, my God, this is weird. And I looked at the little girl, and no longer did she have black eyes. She had, I think they were blue or something like that. And she goes, hey, Mom, look, it's that ghost hunter guy. She never talked like that. She never talked with the spring and, you know, and everything. And I said, we have all that evidence if you guys want it. And she said, no, we no longer live there. We want nothing to do with that. <laughs> yeah. And we, I did end up going back to the house and asking the people that live there now um, if they have anything going on. They just told us to get. Yeah. They don't <laughs> want to know. So who knows? Yeah. Nothing about nothing. So, but yeah, they were they were supposed to have been pot smoking, beer drinking witches. Well, that's what she called herself, that's, the mama. Yeah. She said, "Oh." Because she asked me if I wanted a beer. <laughs> she said, you know, I'm just a pot smoking beer drinking witch mama. You know, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, what are you supposed to say to that? You know, it's like, okay. No drinking on the job, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it was crazy, uh, please. Yeah. So, yeah, craziness. But, yeah, so we all, yeah. I don't know. There's just been so many over the years. And I know you guys have had just a ton of them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, I you can't even think of all the occasions that, you know, there's some scary stuff. There's some funny stuff. There's some yep. things that happen that you're like, this is stupid. You know, like, and you mentioned the heat and stuff. And, oh, my gosh, I just feel like it's... The worst is investigating when it's so hot and yes. humidity and things straight. I That's agree. terrible. Mm-hmm. I'd rather investigate in the cold. Me too. Illinois when we were down there. What? <laughs> oh. oh, it was. Do yeah. tell. Well, he's picking on Cindy because he doesn't say Illinois correctly. Oh, oh Illinois. But we were at that farmhouse. Remember that one? That was hot. That was so hot. Yeah. There was a lot of activity in there. There was a ton of activity there, and it was so... It wasn't as humid, though. I think the humidity makes it hard for spirit to manifest. I just yeah. The heat isn't so bad, but the humidity, I think they have trouble. I don't know why. And that isn't always the way I get it, but it seems like that happens more often than not. But and that place was really, really active, but it was just so hot. And then the cat hair, it was everywhere. That was terrible. Ugh. Yeah. That's the worst. When you, if you've investigated a location that has animal, anything laying around, whether it's hair or feces yep. or whatever, or yep. it's ugh. That I there. I don't like those. You know, we had a place we went to. It was over in St. Paul, off of Smith Avenue, and um, it was so crazy. The lady 
said that she had tons and tons of spirits. And it, they said, look at these orbs. It was dust, you know. And we got there, and I was trying to explain to her it was dust. And she said, no, it's not. Watch. And she turned on. Um, she said that the spirits liked it when she turned on extra loud um, wild orchestra music. So she turned it on, and you can see the um, oh the the amp the speakers are going back and forth, and they're causing you know um, oh, yeah. you, you know uh, dust to fly and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, she goes, "See?" And I said, "No, that's that's dust, honey." She goes, no, there's no dust in this place. I said, okay, put your phone up, okay? Now watch your speaker and everything. And I smacked her couch. All this <laughs> pet dander and no. dust <laughs> and everything shot up. And she looked at me and she said, you angered them. Oh, and I went, dear. Oh, my God. Yeah, I wasn't there. I didn't go to that house. Yeah. And what, is that the house with the snakes in the basement, too? No. Oh, that, that was, was a, a different, different one. one. Yeah, Bella and I went to that oh, one. It yeah. was like loaded with snakes. You oh, would gosh. see them coming through the walls. There would be like three dozen in a matter of moments. God, can you imagine such a thing? Oh, jeez. <laughs> and she was telling me, the the woman, because uh, I have a huge fear of snakes. She didn't tell me about this stuff until when we were going to go down to the basement. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to be doing that. You know, <laughs> she said that she wakes up and there's at least two or three gardener snakes in her bed. No, on the no, main no. floor. <laughs> yeah. And so my I grabbed my shoes and turned them upside down, <laughs> kept smacking them and walked out. And Bella was like, she's, she's just got her shoes. She goes, well, what's, you know, aren't you going to put your shoes on? I said, check your shoes for snakes. <laughs> and she's like, Oh my God! And she's like banging her shoes. She didn't have any, but oh yuck! In her swimming pool, there must have been oh a little bit more than a dozen of them oh swimming around in her swimming. Whatever. Oh I yes. have been out. Oh that! Oh yeah, we were out. I, and remember, you know, and we didn't see any snakes down in that hole in the ground that we were in this weekend, Jerry. I'm just saying. Well, this, <laughs> these guys are don't. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Now, everybody agree with me or not, if you're going to go into a place, especially when now it's springtime, you should always take a look at some hole underneath for animal droppings, animal okay. tracks, slithers, holes and stuff. You just don't slide down inside there and go, oh, <laughs> We did. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then, Wood. God. Hey. Yeah, it was just, oh, I was pretty upset. I had to walk away from it because it's like, hey, we okay, were great. that's we were it. Great. Something down there. We got some good stuff down there. Head. I'm just saying. Your own fault. Right, Not Russ? Mine. Agree with me. I know you're on the chat room. No, so no, no, Russ, <laughs> Russ with a C. Don't Russ with a C. With that. Yeah. So, well, hey, oh, wow, sorry, yeah. can you say one thing? Yeah. So Heidi, do you remember? Because uh, Jerry, you reminded me of this with the orbs, but these were real orbs. Um, granted, we weren't investigating, but the best orbs I've ever seen, besides the one at my house, was Heidi when we were in Isis Cove, and you came running in the door, and all of those orbs that came in with you that shot across the whole room. That was had to be one of the most awesome sights I've ever seen. I've never seen that many orbs and. D- and so clearly and so bright. Yeah. 
Yep. We were in North Carolina together at a retreat, a week-long retreat. And I had been out uh, doing some Reiki work for someone. And I came back and it was like, what, 11 o'clock at night? Yeah. And I had just barely navigated my way down this switchback road from on this mountain that I should have gotten a ride and I didn't. I walked back. And I came flying in the door because I was so glad to be back at the cabin because it was so dark out there. And I thought there was a mountain lion or something. And I was like, oh. And I came flying in and it was like every every being that was on the mountain protecting me flew in after me to like get me home safe or something. I don't know. But it was nuts. It was, yeah, I totally forgot about that. But that was nuts in oh, a good way. Yes. It was that was a really special thing to see. I'd never seen anything like that before. Yeah, yeah, that was very, very cool. Good memory on that one. Oh yeah, yeah. It was Jerry's dust story that made why. Yeah, <laughs> that but, well, but it was real. Not dust. Yeah. Yeah. Real works, you know. So yeah, I totally get it. It was dust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we all know the difference between dust and a real orb. You know. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's so funny on, on some people. I mean, like we had this guy just this weekend uh, show us a picture. They were driving past the cemetery. They took a picture, and they could see, oh, it, not enough time. You guys go ahead. Yeah. It's only two <laughs> minutes left. Sorry, it's not my show. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. <Your> music. <laughs> the music's not on yet, so I think we're still okay. <laughs> But, um, okay, well, this is normally where we plug our sibling show, The Calling, and tomorrow night you're going to be talking about what, Jerry? Um, you got it there? Because I, I do. Conspir- <laughs> okay, so here's the, can spirits really be contacted by ghost boxes, Ouija board, obelisks, etc.? So join yeah, in the, the conversation. Nice. Awesome. That's tomorrow at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, right? Yeah. Yep. Right here on the Para X Radio Network. Okay. Seven o'clock. Oh yes. Don't confuse people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, thank you guys for coming on, Jerry and Cindy and Tim. This has been awesome to just kind of go back down memory lane and and you know we've all you know we've known each other for a thousand years. So and we have investigated a few times all together. So yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. Um, This was fun. Great. Yeah, we'll have to do it again sometime because I think we have a million more stories, you know? I haven't investigated with Cindy. Cindy, we need to take you on an investigation. I'd love to. Well, let's do it. I think we should do one all together. That would be fun. Yeah, we should. Yep. That would be um, great. But anyway, thanks everyone for listening. I know the music is playing. So um, thank you to the troops who are listening. Be safe and thank you so much for your service. Absolutely. And thank you, everybody in the chat room for joining us. And wherever you're tuning in around the world, thank you so much for listening. And Para-X, thank you so much for hosting us. We're always happy to be here every week. And Sarge, your most amazing producer, thank you for everything you do, even when you play the wrong opening music. We still love you. <laughs> love it. <laughs> I think we've caused him enough problems that uh-huh. he probably owes us a million times over. So anyway, uh, some some pranks here and there. So anyway, thank you everybody for tuning in and we'll see you next week here on the Para-X Radio Network. Yeah. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.